everyone. Welcome to my podcast. This is my very first podcast. I have no idea what I'm doing, <laughs> but we'll just go along and see how this goes. I'd like to introduce my first guest. Her name is Amy Jagatiratana, <laughs> and she's actually my sister. She's my younger sister, and she's my very first guest. Um, she sounds like me, so... You guys might think I'm talking to myself, but no, I'm actually talking to my sister. Our parents still confuse our voices too. So Amy, first, introduce yourself. Tell us about who you are, what you do, and where you live. Hello, podcast world. I'll try that again. <laughs> no, that was great. <laughs> okay, I'll try this one. Hello, <laughs> My name is Amy. I live in Portland, Oregon. I am a kindergarten teacher and a dog lover. <laughs> <laughs> What's your dog's name? My dog's name is Willow Bear Wyverny. Oh, her middle name is Bear? I didn't know that. Yeah. Willow it, Bear? Yeah, it came naturally. It flowed with Willow. It wasn't yeah. intentionally supposed to be a middle name, but it just turned into one. Do dogs have birth certificates? No, well, she doesn't have one, but she came from a breeder. Oh, not, okay. Not a rescue. I was wondering if on her birth certificate it says Willow Bear Wyvern. No, no. <laughs> we should make one though. What type of dog is Willow? Willow is a, is a blue healer or also mm-hmm. an Australian cattle dog. There's two types. There's a red healer and a blue healer and she's a blue so she has like darker fur. And she's a baby. A puppy she had like a blue tint to her I at least I thought I saw but to her hair right yeah 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 I remember when she was a puppy and her ears were funny like one was like bent they were both they were both floppy and they straightened out so you mentioned that you got her from a breeder but it was Anthony so Anthony is Amy's husband, he got her, right? And he surprised you Yeah, on Christmas? Yeah. So I didn't know we were getting a puppy or a dog. And this uh-huh. was before, a couple of days before Christmas. And normally we don't spend Christmas in Portland. We go to a family member's house. So we did mm-hmm. Christmas beforehand. And um, he came home from what I... It was a weekday and he came home from what I thought was work, but it was actually, he actually went to Bend, Oregon to pick up a dog. Mm-hmm. And Bend is about three hours away from Portland, so it took him three Whoa. hours to get there, get the dog, bring bring the pup back. And so by the time he came home, it was like, it was like he was coming home from work. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he surprised me. He told me to find something in his closet. Mm-hmm. And in, in his closet, there's like a tin, and mm-hmm. 
um, he told me to open it, and in it, like, like a was hand- a willow. <laughs> yeah, was a hand- willow was in the chest. <laughs> <laughs> I not tell you, but but in there was a tiny, like a little. It was a handmade leather collar that his mm-hmm. worker at the time made. Yeah. Um, so I was like, wait. What? <laughs> and then by that time he was at the front door. So when I opened the door, there was this little tiny puppy. Oh, that was Willow. Nameless first, nameless. So you were like, "Hey, puppy." <laughs> and how come you, you guys or did you guys talk about getting a Australian Shepherd dog or? Oh, uh, we. It's a cattle dog. Shepherd dogs are different. Oh. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh, the um, shepherd dogs are the, they have longer hair, right? Mm-hmm. The Australian, yeah. Yeah. Um, we had briefly talked about it, but I didn't, I didn't take any conversation seriously because we were, at the time, we were living in an apartment. Mm-hmm. And I just, I wanted one and we had talked about it, but we never said, like, okay, we're going to get one. And, and then, but for a while we were looking at different breeds because I don't know much about dog breeds, but Anthony knows a little bit more than I do, I feel like, and he likes the Shiba, Shiba emails, and then I like, and I, they're very cute too, I like those dogs too, I don't know much about them, and then he's like, oh, but these Australian cattle dogs are a lot of fun, like, they, they herd cattle and because they, you have so much cattle to herd <laughs> well, in your apartment <laughs> yeah <laughs> they like to they're adventurous they have like good energy for that and we also like to go hiking and spend our time outdoors uh-huh. and, so, and I thought I, wow that sounds like a pretty good fit but didn't take it seriously so yeah I didn't know but then he surprised us. Yeah, that's good. So, what was one? So, what were the main reasons for getting that type of dog? The energy level. Uh, yeah, Willow has a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. The outdoors. We could take her out on adventures. We saw her or the breed as an adventure type dog. She's definitely very adventurous. She likes to eat everything she's an adventurous eater no she gets that from me um yeah and she's kind of like a daredevil like when we go hiking um be on the very outer edge of the cliff just curious um do you get scared yeah and then um she's like learning to jump a lot or like over things um like things in our yard will pile it up and then she's she's learning to like when she's petting the pet she just goes for it and she just jumps over the big pile and stuff so yeah and she's your first dog right mm-hmm. yeah yeah because we didn't have dogs growing up no our mom said she was allergic but I don't think she's allergic because Willow has been around our parents and no allergies. <laughs> I did not see any allergy, um, allergic reactions. Yeah, and I think I asked them one of the times that I was down there, like, is Mama actually allergic? And 
they openly admitted no. <laughs> not. We just didn't want want one. We have to deal with taking the dog to the vet and finding someone to watch the dog when you're out of town and this and that. So it was a a white lie. Yeah, we definitely wanted a dog. Mm-hmm. They just didn't love us. <laughs> yeah, we had random pets, not not like real pets, like the turkey that could come mm-hmm. in our backyard, yeah. um, and chickens, mm-hmm. and then the turtle. The turtle. There was a turtle. Yeah, they actually bought a little kid pool for the turtle, and like fed it lettuce oh. and tomatoes. Where did the turtle come from? You don't know. But it was more of a superstitious thing, I guess. Um, like turtles, or if they, I don't know, if they come to you and stay at your house, it's like a sign of good luck. Remember, the turtle got away, and they were like upset about it. About <laughs> <laughs> the turtle? Was that when I already left for college or something? Maybe. Did they name the turtle? I don't remember. How's it been being a first-time dog mom? <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> I mean, the very first day we had her it was like, what do we do? How, how does she eat? <laughs> Just I don't know. And I was, I didn't really understand. I don't know. There's just a lot going on and a lot of concerns that you have for this living thing, and you're not quite sure how to take care of. And I remember because um, Anthony also bought a bunch of things for Willow, like a harness, and it was it was super tiny, and she because she was also super tiny. But when I tried to put the harness over her head, I was like, oh my gosh, this harness is too small. Her head is too big. But it turns out all you had to do was just pull a little harder to get the harness over her head and the body fit her just fine. But I was afraid of just hurting her or... Well, yeah, and then there's there's some like sleepless nights for sure. Like we had to alternate um, with sleep on the couch that day. Um, because she would have, she would like whine a couple times a night because she had to pee, and we were trying to potty train her, have her pee on a, on a mat because we are to like take her outside to pee, and so, yeah, we would take turns, uh, who would sleep on the couch to be close to her to get her, um, out quick enough to pee on something, and then, well, what if you slept through? What if you slept through her? Um, yeah, didn't her I thought I was afraid of that, but I did not sleep through her whines or cries. I would wake up. It's more like instinctive. You just hear it. You get up. Um, but we got her a couple days before Christmas, and then the next day we we went on a road trip to oh, wow. Yeah, it was like I don't know. We were kind of crazy. <laughs> the challenge of like. Uh, leaving her in a crate in the car and stopping enough to make sure that we got her out to pee and stuff. Um, but she was also a puppy too, so she was sleeping a lot. But yeah, and then after our road trip, we were gone for almost two weeks and we came back. Um, Anthony had to go to Hawaii for work. So then I was, 
I was single momming it. <laughs> it, was like, it was so much. I was I was on the couch every night, um, getting yeah. up, getting a full night's sleep. And I remember one of the days that week, I think it was towards the end of the week, I was just so exhausted, and we had just come back to school from winter break, and my principal was like, "Amy, are you okay?" Uh, I don't know. You just you don't seem okay. And and I told her like I just got a puppy and I'm not sleeping well. And so she totally. <laughs> How old was Willow when you got her? Was she only like a few weeks? Or yeah, we got her a little early. We got her like six weeks old, I think it was, which is early for than normal. But it was from a breeder. You have to like really start from scratch. Yeah, when you normally get a puppy, you get them at eight or ten weeks, and we got her two weeks earlier, which isn't the norm. And um, you know, there's like controversy over that because when we took her to the vet, they were like, "Oh, they shouldn't have uh, sold you her for at six weeks. That's too or five. Weeks. It was either five or six weeks early. That's too early. Oh, they're just trying to make money, but." Um, but the Anthony said that the owners were like, well, we don't want you guys to miss out on the puppy days because it's the most precious time. I mean, I don't have another dog to compare it to, but I think it was fine getting here at five or six weeks. So why, why is, according to the vets, why is it bad to get them so early? Is it like um, the separation from the mother? Or something, or I'm not sure. Like psychological trauma, or I don't know. Maybe that. Maybe I mean I know they're still like deworming, but she was already dewormed fully, or like she didn't need to be dewormed anymore before we got her. Um, so yeah, I don't really know. You can't. You we couldn't start getting like some vaccinations until a little later too, like eight or ten weeks. I don't remember exactly something like that but so if you get a dog later at eight or ten weeks from a breeder <clears throat> um is the breeder responsible for doing the vaccinations and all of that i don't know oh i don't think so i mean yeah i mean i want to backtrack to like we or when anthony was choosing the dog he wanted he actually tried to get a rescue healer. Mm-hmm. The process, the application process was really long and we didn't qualify for a healer because we lived in an apartment at the time. We found we found the breeder and I mean, now when we talk about it, because we talk about how much she costs because I didn't know, but she was for the price that she was to like the enjoyment that she brings us now, she's not that expensive. Up front, she wasn't that expensive. Yeah, she was in like thousands of dollars. But, but she, <laughs> you know, I don't know. I ideally would want a rescue dog too, because I just want to save animals. But mm-hmm. I know how hard it is um, and how the how strict it is too um and it makes sense like you want to be strict with those guidelines um so that 
um, these uh, dogs can get good homes. Um, so it's a good thing that they're strict because you just don't want you know, these dogs just to go to anybody who just wants a dog for the day. You want um, somebody who's like really serious about it and who has the right home for it and the right environment and all of that. Um, let's talk about home environment then. That's a good segue into home environment. So you started off in an apartment and <clears throat> now you live in a house. Um, is it better now with the house or do you think staying in an apartment would have been totally fine with Willow as well? What are your thoughts? We actually kind of bought a house because of her. <laughs> <laughs> because okay <laughs> what so house is better <laughs> well for her breed yeah um because in the apartment like there wasn't a lot of space for her to run or to play and yeah it was a small just smaller space not that our house is like huge or anything but our house has a big yard like our house is small but the yard is big and and that's kind of what enticed us to buy the house and yeah. i like your house oh thanks yeah the floors are getting redone right now the floors in the living room yeah oh okay are you guys doing it by yourself no um my co-worker's cousin uh, refinishes old hardwood floors and she's actually doing it so are you going to keep it hardwood yeah do you think that's also better for willow having it hardwood or um, it doesn't really matter i don't think it really matters but if she does have an accident it's easier to clean up on hardwood than carpet um but she doesn't really have accidents anymore right a lot less so she sleeps upstairs and then i always let her i let her out and she runs down the stairs and she goes straight to the door and i open the door so she could go out and potty but this time she ran out and there was a squirrel so then she was like too interested in the squirrel to actually pee but I didn't, I didn't know that I just saw her dart out and I was like okay it's squirrel squirrel time but I thought she was gonna pee but she didn't and she came inside and when she we do morning hugs and when she came in to do her morning hug she like peed all over the floor and so that I had to <laughs> morning hugs and make her go outside <laughs> so um yeah that only happens every once in a while now it's not frequent and she piddles with um that's with her people. <laughs> yeah with yeah. grandma she piddles with her every time so does she actually pee when she piddles yeah oh literally pee. <laughs> she's been so excited and she's done that ever since she was a puppy and oh that's so cute she does not piddle with me. Um, yeah, Daddy's not home. Aw, Willow. I'm here though, Willow. So tell me more about these morning hugs. Is that what you called it? Yeah. Morning hugs. Yeah, so Willow is just the happiest dog. I mean, I think most dogs are, but she's <laughs> um, happy as can be when she wakes up in the morning. and. I open her crate and she just starts out there and she goes down the steps and then she does her potty thing and she comes back in and she's her tail is just wagging like crazy and to be clear she doesn't have a full-grown tail hers is a nub 
I don't think it got clipped. Some readers clipped the healer's tales for some reason, but we actually met her sister out in Bend, or in Redmond, not far from Bend. Her sister's parents said that they think that Willow's tail was not clipped and that she was born with a nub. So that's why oh. it's not extremely short and that's why it's not long like normal healer tails, but it's like this longer nub <laughs> <laughs> that wags still. <laughs> So yeah. Does her um, sister have a nub too? Her yeah, her sister no, it just Bro. it's like a her long nub is clipped. Oh wait. So her sister's tail is clipped. Yeah, which looks different than Willow's. Like Willow's is oh. distinctly different than the clipped. So why was her sister's tail clipped and not Willow's? I don't know. I think that I think what we learned from that is that it just depends on the breeder and whether they like the tail or not. She was born with a nub, so it's almost like kind of like our human tailbones. <laughs> we don't have a tailbone anymore. Like she has a little nub. <laughs> <laughs> My tailbone has been hurting lately. Maybe because I've been sitting weird. Um, but anyway, so back to the morning hugs. She just comes to me, and I usually am close to the ground, like in a squat, and she just likes to bury her head into my stomach and she just, and her tail's wagging <laughs> and she's just moving around a lot she just she likes to be touched she likes to be petted she likes she likes like hard contact too not like hitting but she likes to just like push against you like a sensory thing she likes that oh touch i love that mm-hmm. and then <laughs> and then right away she knows that breakfast is coming so it's um. almost like I give mom morning hugs and then I get breakfast. <laughs> so yeah. So then she goes and she'll like circle around the kitchen a few times without me saying anything. And she'll just circle around and she'll look at me and she'll lick her lips and then she'll go to the spot where her bed usually is and then she'll she'll sit there and her tail's wagging and then she knows it's breakfast. Yeah, I noticed that she already knows she has to sit on her bed. And sometimes she doesn't listen and then both of you are like you like hold off on like actually saying yes you can go eat so why is that like why did you guys start doing that it's like a training thing like she has to learn to wait before she Uh just eats food or else like you can't if we didn't train her to wait until we said go ahead to eat her food then she would be eating the food as we pour it into her bowl (laughs) (laughs) so yeah it's more of a just a discipline training it's funny because when I dog sit for Jerry, maybe Jerry should be my next person <laughs> that I interview. With Teddy, so Teddy is Jerry's dog. In the morning, he wants to go out and walk, but um, I try to feed him before we go out and walk. But Teddy doesn't want to eat at all. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, okay, maybe let I can do like after his walk. Um, but even after his walk, he doesn't want to eat. So. It's just so weird. Maybe it's the food. Maybe he just doesn't like the food or something. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, we've met other dogs that don't really care for food, but Willow is very food motivated, which is yeah. a plus on one hand because it's easier to train her to do things um, versus, like, I don't know how else you would motivate a dog to do something without food. Yeah, she definitely loves food. That's why she has her Instagram, Willow Be Begging. <laughs> How did that come about? 
that actually came from you, my sister. <laughs> yeah, because you would send me pictures of Willow every time you would eat a snack or a meal. You would send me pictures of her just begging for food with the big puppy eyes and. <laughs> Yeah, and she's funny too because she—it's not just like you tell her to sit and she sits. She like sits with her back as straight as can be. She makes her eyes twinkle somehow. She's like so still for that minute of like, what? What's that? Am I gonna get some? <laughs> I want some. <laughs> really nice. As for any type of food, and it also shows how much food you've been eating during this yeah. current quarantine. <laughs> Yeah, which has been insane, and I've lessened it a little bit, but, you know, let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> What's been your go-to snack this quarantine period? Trail mix, because I like to eat the M&M's last. I do that too. He's the best for last, but trail mix, I like eating berries. Does your trail mix come with raisins? Yeah. I don't I- I mean, I eat them, but I don't like them. Me neither. I pick, I either pick, pick them out or I just eat them first. Yeah, I'll do that too. Or I'll just give them to Anthony. <laughs> How is it like having a dog during this time? It's good. I mean, me and Willow go on walks and um, runs it's actually good because it encourages me to go outside and not just stay inside or I mean we already like to be outside anyway but like to do something because me and her are training for a half marathon so oh Lil has to do the half marathon too yeah she's doing it with me oh cool um so like the most we've run together so far is eight miles um but yeah like every day I could if I'm not running her, then I'm every other day, then I'm taking her for a walk. And she is getting a little bit like spoiled, I think, during this quarantine because we're both home. She's just getting more attention. And like sometimes we have to, like, if we're in meetings, we have to close the door, or, like, leave her downstairs or whatever. But for the most part, she's getting more of us as opposed to us picking her up from daycare or, you know, like leaving her at home and then coming home to her later. So she's getting more of us right now, which kind of has us a little worried because we're like, oh no, she's getting too spoiled. She's gonna, when we go back to work, she's gonna rebel and she's gonna be me. She's gonna be a But yeah, it's, it's so, nice to have her around though. Like it's good company. Yeah, yeah it keeps it What? It keeps things interesting still. Yeah, in the beginning of this weirdness, um, this time period, I was dog sitting Teddy. And it was so nice because I had to walk Teddy, so I had to actually like go leave my friend's apartment. Um, and so that was nice. Um, and I miss having that companionship. So, cause now I'm just here by myself in this tiny New York City apartment. <laughs> um, yeah, so she hasn't gotten tired of you. Cause I, I think it's really those memes of pets who are like, why are you guys home now are yeah. so funny. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I put that narrative into like the way I would view her at first. Like, why are you guys home? Why are you making me go on this long, fast walk? Why are you 
I want you to be quiet when the when the uh, postal service worker comes. That's when I normally bark. In <laughs> um, but yeah, I I don't think she's tired of us. She, I mean, I I should take that back. If she is tired of us, then like she'll go and she'll go. She'll just go to her crate and she'll go inside her crate. <laughs> but that's not usually till like later at night. But during the day, I mean, she's kind of like. She loves attention. <laughs> I guess I should backtrack too, but I've learned that certain breeds have certain personality types and like healers are very loyal and like love their owners. And so she just like, she loves to be around us. She's a people person. Well, no, <laughs> she's, a, she's an owner person. Like, Okay, she's loyal and devoted but not to everyone like like the UPS guy no unless they give her a treat like <laughs> one UPS deliver that she's good she has a pocket of treats or like she just has it ready to go when she has to drop something off and so the other day she dropped something off but um she walked up to the gate and then um she's gonna open the gate but then Willow came running and barking at her and she just Got a treat, gave it to Willow, and then Willow stopped barking instantly, took the treat, and ran off. And she was able to come in, drop it off, and like, yeah, without Willow barking. Wow. Mm -hmm. I wonder if these UPS people um, have a budget for dog treats. Then do they? Yeah. Say, on my on my route, I encounter a lot of dogs, so I need X amount of dollars for. <laughs> Yeah, or maybe we'll provide them with treats. I don't know. Yeah, UPS is a good company, I guess. They probably have thought that through. If I was working at UPS, I would definitely think of that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so when it's not during quarantine, um, what is it like? Cause, because you work full time and you have to go into your work. And then Anthony... He's an art director for a agency. How do you care for the dog while you're both working full time? Um, well, I get up earlier than Anthony does. So she, whenever she hears somebody up, she's like, it is my turn too. <laughs> so I usually get up and then I will get her down. That That's how we developed our morning hugs and feed her breakfast and take care of her and whatnot while I get ready. And then we signed her up for daycare. So um, she'll either go to this place called Bark Zone and where she gets to spend all day there playing with other dogs. And there's one so, her there. Who her off? Um, I usually drop her off on my way. It's on, it's on our route to work. Or for me, it's on my route to work anyway, so I usually drop her off. Um, but if not, then we put up a baby gate so that way she can't go upstairs and she hangs out just downstairs and she just stays home until one of us gets early. I try to come home as soon as I can. My contract hours are from like 7, as a teacher, from 7.45 till about till 3.30. So then I try to I try to dart out and come home, but that isn't always the case for me because there's a lot of work to do. Yeah, um, I've been managing some kids too. Hmm? You tutor some kids too after. Yeah, I tutor a student on certain days, and like 
and it's hard sometimes when I have appointments and whatnot, but on the days where I I have staff meeting after school and stuff, that those are usually the days that she'll, she will go to daycare and either I or Anthony will pick her up. Um, but there's some days where he does, he gets to work from home and so he'll get to be here with her and um, usually he'll just leave her downstairs while he works upstairs. Um, but you know, like it's easier to leave the door open so that way she could go out whenever, or like come go down and check on her and whatnot. So, how would you describe your relationship with her? It just feels a lot like family. I think that's yeah. the best way to describe it. Like, um, I mean, between me and Anthony and her, it just feels a lot like we're a family now, even though she's a dog. We, we totally did not see ourselves being dog mom and dad, but we're, we call each other like mom and dad for her. So like she really has just become a family member. And that's, I think that's the best word to describe it. Like, um, and things that we do together, like going on runs and walks and like, and dad is the one that like rough houses with her or like he's the one that really fetch with her more he's like more playful or like throw the ball further and I do we both do like the caretaking and stuff but I do more of that like brushing her teeth or like getting her to the vet and the groomers and yeah and she's like a family and then at night like she likes to lay in bed and Mm -hmm. take over but (laughs) yeah she just has really become part of the family let me check on She's okay. You're okay, Willow. Just checking. So, do you think I should get a dog? Um, yeah, I think you should. I think it would be good for you, and it's they're just loving, loving Very unconditional too. Mm-hmm. They love you no matter what. Yeah, and even when you get mad at them for doing something, you still love them no matter what. Like, like oh, it's okay. It's yeah. easier to forgive a dog than a human, I feel like, but <laughs> teaching you, teaching you, like, that life goes on and it's okay to make mistakes and to be non-judgmental of yourself and others and just, like, it's okay. Life goes on. It's not a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think all humans need to take that into consideration. That life goes on, it's not a big deal. We've been lucky, like, she hasn't chewed up any of our shoes or anything. I mean, shoelaces when she was a puppy, but she grew out of that and she's not, like, attached. We could leave shoes out and she's not chewing on them. But, but even so, like, if she chewed up a pair of my favorite shoes, I'd be mad, but then I would get over it really quickly. Just a pair of shoes, like she probably needed something to chew on, like she needs to chew, she needed something and she's a dog, she can't communicate verbally with words, like I need this, so um, it's just easier to forgive and forget and move on. What type of dog do you think I should get? Uh, I don't know because I don't know a lot of, I don't know a lot about different dog breeds, but I know my friend 
um, that lives in New York has a little Pomeranian and it's a rescue and it's very cute and it's like lives in their apartment and it's small and is like relaxed and not high energy like Willow so they're like a Shih Tzu I think would be nice it's like yeah. a Shih Tzu sleep a lot <laughs> a ch- so Shih Tzu sleep a lot? I think I think that's what I've heard like they just <laughs> chill out and relax or like I've heard golden retrievers are the easiest dogs to have like the easiest going and most relaxed and stuff but they're big unless you get like a mini but I would not get a blue healer or a corgi um, why not a corgi they, they have a lot of energy too oh I didn't know that I thought because they're so like I don't know big and <laughs> or not they're not huge like a like a golden retriever but they're like kind of like fat and <laughs> just <laughs> but they're it, they're a herding dog Oh, oh yeah. So I wouldn't get a herding breed. <laughs> yeah. For a New York City life, I would get something smaller and on the easier side. Yeah, I love Willow. I love having her. What's been the best thing about having Willow? I don't know what the best thing because there's so many good moments. There's so many fun moments. I think it's just like getting to take her places or like adventuring with her and taking her out with us and having her explore with us and like um yeah I don't know just having her explore places and like um go hiking with us but then I also like some of the best moments are like when she's just laying in bed with us and sleeping and she starts dreaming and like the way she like starts to move her paws and like I wonder what she's dreaming about or like or sometimes when I'm watching TV and she'll watch with me and she'll actually like perk up and watch. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> or like I love our morning hugs. It's yeah, the great way to start your morning and it reminds you like, oh, everyone just needs a hug sometimes. Or like she's just a good reminder that, I don't know, just be happy. Joy and happiness, that's the most yeah. important yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-huh. She reminds me to just love life and enjoy it and yeah, she's always so happy. <laughs> and yeah. And then like even her food begging, like it drives me crazy, but it's so funny when she like gets to lick when she sneaks it in, she licks the plate and then she gets in <laughs> trouble, but it's so funny too. But, like I don't know, she just does different things that like makes me think oh she's just a little dingleberry <laughs> I still love her yes and she has an Instagram account so you can follow her yep at Willow be begging Willow what do you think she's sleeping right now she's sleeping is she snoring no she's just resting she's just out there on her dog bed just resting yeah. she was so vocal earlier yeah, that was for attention. Well, thank you for being my first guest <laughs> on my podcast. And I want to close out by promoting an organization or a foundation that rescues dogs. And especially if there are any dogs that they have that need adoption. So 
the foundation that I want to talk about is called Soy Soy Dog Foundation, and it's actually a foundation that my sister sent to me. And they're based in in Thailand, actually, where our family is from. And so they focus on rescuing injured and vulnerable street dogs, rescuing them from the dog meat market. They have an Instagram, so their handle is at Soy Dog Foundation. So it's S O I. DOG Foundation. That's their Instagram handle. Do you think it's actually soy? Like soy, like so in Thai, soy means pretty. Is it pretty uh-huh. dog? Is that what it is? I don't know. I might be like totally butchering their name. I don't know. So that's how I'm pronouncing it: is Soy Dog Foundation. Uh-huh. And I know right now it's probably hard to adopt from these international rescue foundations. Especially with what's going on with the pandemic and a lot of flights being being canceled, but yeah, I follow their Instagram and they feature dogs that they've rescued from the streets of Thailand. And some of their posts are—it's really, you know, it's sad because they show pictures of dogs that are like really hurt and wounded. And and I was thinking about if I rescue. If I adopt a rescue dog, then adopting from this foundation because these dogs might know and understand Thai, um, so I can speak Thai to them. <laughs> um, but then I'm also like, but I don't actually speak Thai to a lot of people except for my mom. <laughs> so what is it? Why is it that I want to speak Thai to a dog? And I, I do. I'm from Willow. You speak Thai to Willow. Sometimes. What do you say goes. to her? Um, I just ask her like, "What do you want to eat?" Because <laughs> the other day was songkan, so I just said, "Ah," like sprayed her with water. <laughs> How did she react to the water? Huh? How does she react to the water? She just wants to bite water, or like from a hose. Uh, <laughs> so you're like happy songkan. <laughs> yeah, I usually just ask her what what does she want to eat. I wonder if the commands are the same. So, do you say "nang" when you say "probably"? <laughs> I think it's the same. I don't think it'd be different from English. Like <laughs> "nang." <laughs> the other day, I because I made uh, oh, I made joke, and then I asked, I texted a picture to the picture of Willow begging for joke to our dad to show my mom, our mom. And then I just texted and asked, "Do dogs in Thailand eat jolk?" And hoping to get like a real response from my dad. And he's like, "I don't know. I didn't have a dog in Thailand." <laughs> and then he also just said, "Dogs like to eat." <laughs> Because when he met Willow, or like the second time around when we stayed over their house, he fed her coconut and she loved it. Oh well, yeah, he fed her a lot of random stuff. <laughs> yeah. And he was like surprised that she ate it. Yeah, he fed her a lot of random stuff that, and he did it when I wasn't watching, so I didn't know. And then afterwards, he was like, "Oh, Willow likes coconut." And I'm like, "What? You fed <laughs> I don't know. Dogs are allergic to coconut. <laughs> What are you doing?" <laughs> uh, but yeah, support Soy Dog Foundation. Yes, that's it. Thank you. Thank you, Willow. She's sleeping. She's snoring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>